Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You are never out when it comes to wrestling. Given the power of the machine, it only ever takes a solid push to throw you back into the limelight. It is kind of cool because it keeps you on your toes. There's still no excuse for some of the other atrocities. So welcome back, my friends, and thanks for coming. This is 10 wrestlers who brought WWE careers back from the dead. Number 10, Chad Gable. That is right. For a while, Vince McMahon decided because Chad Gable was lacking in height, we should call him Shorty G. Sounded like a biscuit. It was so silly because if you do extend that name, it becomes Shorty Gable. What was the problem here? It's not like he was four foot two, and even if he was. So, sounds like a unique selling point to me. It became easy heat for bad guys, even though the fans just rolled their eyes. And the real stupid part is that Chad would chat to people who were shorter than he was. So what were they? Dust, I suppose. It also felt like the same old nonsense when he was teamed with Otis as the Alpha Academy when it all changed. Mostly due to Triple H taking over the show. While there was an element of comedy to this with the whole shoosh thing, we told Gable to go out there and smash it in the ring. And my gosh, it was a revelation. Amazing what you can get away with if you also let humans shine at what they're good at. The best part is Chad now has Maxine Dupree and Tozawa too, so he feels like some kind of super grappler who very kindly helps others. He should still win the Intercontinental title at some point too, and hopefully he has. By the time you hear this, the man rules. Number nine, Dolph Ziggler. I mean, we called him Dolph Ziggler. Talk about starting from the bomb. Before this, he was also Nikki from the Spirit Squad, which was another gimmick to get over. But man, this dude did it constantly. Because forget the name or being a cheerleader. Anytime Ziggler was in the ring, he was just the best bumping his ass off for anyone and everyone. When you go through his career now, you can't fault it either, because he did it all. Multiple championship runs, an incredible CV of top-tier matches, feuds you remember, and he made a ton of money. People would kill for this kind of success. The craziest part is Dolph should have gotten even more, which we've spoken about verbatim, but regardless. He got dubbed Ziggler and still won a world championship. Imagine if WWE had pushed him properly. He would have gone to crazy places. Number eight, Kane. Do you know Kane was meant to be a one and done? He was going to come in, smash The Undertaker, lose at WrestleMania, and bam, away he goes. This did not happen. The Big Red Machine proved such a success, he forged an incredible career that lasted more than two decades. And sure, he used the dead man as a jumping off point, but from there, he didn't stop. This gimmick was his resurrection too, because before this, flubbed me sideways. Not only did he have to beat Isaac Yankum, a flipping wrestling dentist, but he was also the fake Diesel. Think of that. Asked to pretend to be someone else while he was pretending to be somebody else. 
It hurts. Kane still returns for one-off appearances these days, such as the staying power of the character. And I guess Kylie Minogue said it best. We should be so lucky. Number seven, Chris Jericho. When Chris Jericho debuted in the WWF in 1999, we all expected big things. The problem was, nobody really clued him up into how the World Wrestling Federation did things. Jericho has talked about this publicly and was well aware of the issues, or how Vince McMahon thought he'd made a mistake. The boss even said this to him. Within weeks, he'd gone from promoing with The Rock to being on his last legs. Chris was then put in a match with X-Pac, who was essentially the measuring stick at the time, and I tell you, if this had gone wrong, the story today would have been so, so different. It didn't because Y2J did know what he was doing, and from there, bang. He found his initial place as a mega over mid-card babyface, complete with catchphrases, and became so popular that in two years, he was the undisputed world champion. Jericho hit it out of the park. Maybe sometimes you do need to hit rock bottom before you rebound back. Number six, John Cena, which also does tie in to Mr. John Cena. Quite a famous tell these days. There was a point where even though Cena was the most jacked man ever, Vince McMahon didn't see anything in him. Basically thought he was nothing more than a well-crafted creator character. John himself has said he totally understands this too because he wasn't doing anything. Just waiting around for an opportunity rather than going out there and grabbing it. Ruthless aggression, I believe they call it. You can see this yourself if you go back and watch WWE in 2002. And if the rumors are true, the company was actually going to fire him as well. There's nothing he could do until Stephanie McMahon saw him rapping on a bus. Now that sounds weird and how accurate it is we don't know, but as the story goes, Cena was so good at freestyling over a can of tuna, Stephanie told him to do that on TV, and bam, the doctor of thugonomics was born. It only changed his career around so much so, he became one of the biggest stars WWE ever had. Think of that. When he returns these days, they call him the greatest of all time as well. Not because it's something fun to say either. Those behind the scenes totally think it. So always do remember this if you are struggling. Why don't you go and make people laugh? It may just work. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. 
Number five, LA Knight. So this one is much more recent, but just goes to show what we're dealing with here. After LA Knight had showed everybody he could cut it down in NXT, he was called up to the main roster and dubbed Max Dupree. I mean, what were we doing? This was dumb anyway, as why even bother to let him create a persona in the so-called developmental leagues if we're just going to change that anyway. But even worse, he was the leader of the Maximum Male Models. Now look, those guys became hilarious after a while, but the initial idea was just stupid, and any creative ideas were cut off at the knees. It got so bad, Vince McMahon once again was going to go to his firing book. Yep. Knight had been penciled in. This is why Triple H taking over the creative was the greatest thing ever for LA, because he was allowed to bring back his old gimmick and look at the results. Honestly, only took about a month before his entrance was getting a mega pop. It baffles me some people couldn't see this because Knight is the ultimate WWE guy. He can deliver catchphrases and make them sound entertaining every single time, and he just gets it. His rise was so great he eventually headlined Crown Jewel against Roman Reigns 2, and that list of opponents is not long did it all by himself as well. It's just the best story. Number four, Steve Austin. So this could be the most well-known of these just because Steve Austin went from the definition of a lower mid-carder to the biggest star in all of wrestling. How does that happen? Vince McMahon even hired Austin from WCW via ECW because he was a solid hand, hence why he dubbed him as the ringmaster. He was quite literally the master of the ring. We also stuck Ted DiBiase with him because clearly McMahon had never watched Steve talk. And even after the million dollar man had gone away, Austin continued to tread water. It was kind of just there. When Triple H got punished for the curtain call incident, however, which you can look up right now, it meant Austin was given the nod. He defeated Jake Roberts at the King of the Ring Man, did he take advantage of that opportunity. He cut the 316 promo, and that was that. Away we went. Now, WWE history will tell you that the next week, the fans were going crazy for the guy. That's actually not the case. It was a much slower build. By the time we got to WrestleMania 14, there was no denying it. The man was going to be the future. I'm not sure anyone could have guessed how far we were going to go, but yeah. Most people didn't know Steve's name in 1996. By 1998 couldn't escape it. Number three, Becky Lynch. If you want my opinion, and sorry if you don't, Becky Lynch is the greatest female WWE superstar ever. Before she did explode though, the last kicker couldn't even get on TV. I ain't kidding. This was around 2017 to 2018 where she would pop up and then vanish again, or form a random tag team with Naomi. I can't tell you why that happened. It just did. As the story goes, though, after a chat with Shawn Michaels on the set of the Marine 6, where else, HBK told her to be more aggressive and present herself differently behind the scenes. Man, she must have listened. We got a little further in, Nia Jax broke her nose, and Becky used that to transform herself into the star of all stars. It just felt like she tapped into her own personality, which was being flashed all over the screen. She got so much momentum, there was only one thing for it. She, along with Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair, were the first women to main event WrestleMania. And who won? Becky Lynch. There is no way that anybody could have predicted this just a few years prior. I mean, even 12 months before this history-making performance, she was thrown into the pre-show Mania Battle Royal. What an amazing run this was. Number two, JBL. And this one is just insane. Because if you were watching the WWF in the late 90s, Bradshaw was just Bradshaw. He looked and acted like a tough Texan brawler because that's what he was. And while the APA were really fun, neither guy was ever going to be a world champion under Vince McMahon. He pigeonholed him. From nowhere in 2004, though, all of a sudden he was telling us his full name was John Bradshaw Layfield, a financial expert who had accumulated so much money, we could all kiss his ass. 
What? He started arriving to the ring in a limo and even had a cabinet for a while. But you could have easily have told someone this was Bradshaw's brother and they would have believed it. There's every chance he could have just left the company before all of this because he wasn't really doing much. And then not long after, he was a world champion. Let's face it, a damn good one at that. JBL was a fabulous heel. I still cannot believe this happened. Number one, Edge. This one is a little bit different, but it's such a wonderful story because, yeah, Adam Copeland's career was totally dead. He had suffered such a bad injury to his neck in 2011 that doctors told him to retire immediately. It was so severe, that's what happened. Didn't matter, he was the world heavyweight champion at the time. There were rumors throughout the following decade that he may return, but none of those really clicked until we got to 2020. All of a sudden, there was way too much chatter, and when he did return at the Raw Rumble pay-per-view, bingo bango, this was incredible. The reception to Edge's comeback was heartwarming too, and just look at his face. He knows, and ever since then, he has made the most of it. Not only does he get to finish his career on his terms, but he's doing it in AEW with his best friend Christian. So that is some really, really good stuff, and I hope everybody that may be in a little bit of a situation right now can follow the same path. Know of any other wrestlers who brought their WWE careers back from the dead? You know what to do. Let us know in the comments below before you like the video, share the video, subscribe. You can then also head over to whatculture.com where you can read articles like this with your eyes, or you can follow us on social media at whatculturewwe and Simon Miller 316 But today, if there is a wrestling program on television, just try and enjoy it as much as you can. You've earned that, my friends. I'll talk to you again very, very soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.